Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Truth Seekers. You're listening to Turn It Up, a brand new show featured on A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com. Turn It Up is all about independent recording artists of all kinds, R&B, rap, jazz, soul, gospel, even country. But the primary reason for Turn It Up is to feature and help independent artists that take it to the next level by showcasing new music, sharing studio recording tips and tricks, to help your track stand out like the pros, and industry information to help you choose the right path and keep you in the game. Every week, we bring you new artists, industry insiders, and fresh new tracks that you won't be able to hear anywhere else. The truth is, if you're an independent artist trying to make it in the music biz, you need all the help you can get. So let's stop playing. Get your demos together and get ready to turn it up. If you just click the link on my webpage or you're listening on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio player on my Facebook page and you want to call in live, look, we'd love to talk with you. So give us a call. Here's the number, 347-326-9470. Hope you like you can Twitter me your questions and comments at twitter.com slash a measure of truth. Also, if you haven't yet, why don't you look me up on Facebook? I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio, and you can always email me your questions and comments at a measure of truth at gmail.com. One of the hottest new breakout artists coming out of the DMV, Blue 5 1. Welcome to Turn It Up. Hey, man. How you doing, Mike? Thanks for having me. Oh, man. Thanks for showing up, man. Um, and say hello to our co host, The Leo. Hey, Leo. What's going on, Blue? How you doing, man? How you doing? Doing Leo, good, man. Right right right? We, we about to turn you up right quick. Oh, yep. Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, I've been telling the Leo about you for a while. We happened to show up at the uh, Jam and Java at two different times, and um, he got a chance to see um, SNRG along with some other bands, and I got to see um, SNRG along with Connie Lim and Jen Bostic. And um, yeah. 
Yeah, and, and that's where we met and uh, got an opportunity to meet you, but didn't get a chance to see you perform. So that's something I'm still looking forward to. But um, oh, well, so you're in luck, man. I got a show coming up in November. It's my birthday show. I'm doing oh, awesome! I'll be at Jamandava. All right, we we definitely got to check that out, and hopefully the Leo and I will both show up for that one as well. We'll hear a little bit more about that later in the show too, and I'll allow you to give the details. So tell us, Blue, how long have you been in the game, man? Oh man, I'd say since I was about eleven years old, I've been making music. I like I never really had a I really had a, uh, a intention to do anything else. I kind of just jumped into doing music, and uh, since well, I was just writing at first, but writing turned into to performing real quick. <laughs> and then, uh, since I was 11, man, I just haven't stopped. I haven't really been uh, hitting the streets like I hit them now. Like this particular point in my life, I would say I've been out here promoting myself, going to shows, meeting people, recording, mixing, upping my knowledge in, as far as music creation and marketing. Uh, in the last two years, I think I've been really stepping my game up in that aspect of it. Before then, though, just making music has been my life since I was about 11. Wow, wow. And, you know, you've you got a great sound, and, um, you know, your performance is off the chain because you do it for a live band. I really like that. And um, But, you know, your, your marketing is, is very impressive, man. You know, give people an idea a little bit about, because, you know, it starts from the very beginning when you just see your pictures, and everything is a little different, man. You've got a way to captivate the eye and the ears of um, all of your um, fans starting right from when they first see you. So tell us a little bit about your, your concept. Um, my, uh, my, my concept almost is, I mean, it's the same as, I was in a band before. I'm sorry, I didn't know where to start. I was in a band before. We were the 5-1. We were all colors in our band. And uh, the thing about me and my color is that uh, I chose, I didn't really choose a color. I didn't choose to be blue. I've always had a thing for, like, blues always stand out. And it always makes me feel good. But uh, I believe that people, I don't know if you believe, if you want to get spiritual about it, it's a little bit of a deep explanation. But I believe that people have a soul. Everyone has a soul, and their soul has a color. And the way you live your life, and the things that you do will either make that color brighter or darker. So, and and the things that you, the actions that you take, and the choices that you make leave marks that by the end of you living, you left a picture for the world to remember you by. So instead of waiting to to show you my inside, I wear my color on the outside. Oh, nice, nice. And, and you know, when you do your marketing as well, you, you do some interesting things with the photography that um, depicts you and your band. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, in my world, blue is the only color that matters. So, uh, most 99% of the photos that I take, you'll see that uh, only blue will come up in the pictures. I don't have any other colors in my pictures. All the pictures and things are just just the blue. Everything yeah, else is gray yeah. or black or white. Right. So it's it's very interesting. It's like one of these black and white photos. I remember there was a time when they used to hand paint photos like that. So you only have the blues whatever blue shade they are in those um, photos that will be the color in the picture and everything else is black and white. Absolutely. I mean, my logo itself is just a, a blue square, you know, in a world full of circles and ways to go around and around and never really get it together. You know, I just, I like being a square. So uh, I, I make sure to keep things simple. It kind of like embodies my whole, uh, uh, my, my, I guess my, this is what I'm looking for. The way I go about living, you know what I mean? It's just, Mm -hmm. keep it keep it simple man just it's there's stay ahead by doing what you got to do now you know what i'm saying Oh, man. All right. Well, we got to give everybody a little taste so that they know what to expect down the road as well. And uh, we're going to save my favorite to last, though. That's Paint the City Blue. But uh, <laughs> you can choose any other one and uh, give us a quick intro and tell us a little bit about the track and um, we'll go right into uh, it. It's been it's been a little bit, man. I'm not even sure which ones because you know I'm working on. Oh, okay. Project, let me, so. Right. Let me tell you what we've got. We've got um, moments like these. Um, oh yeah. Keeping November, nothing personal. Oh man, we gotta we gotta start with keeping November. Keeping November. actually, you know what? Let's hold off. Let's start off with nothing <laughs> personal. Just because okay. nothing personal, I think that it's just uh, it took it. I went somewhere else. Like people that listen to the music that I that I put out so far, unless you hear my live show. You don't really take me as someone who'll sing, you know what I mean? And then you come to oh, the last yeah. show and you're like, yeah. oh, man. So let's try to start with nothing personal. Let's definitely start with nothing, nothing personal. All right, here it is, Blue 5-1 with nothing personal. 
personal. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. All right. That well, was, uh, I, I worked that track with uh, after my, my first show at Gemma Java. I got to meet up with a multi-platinum producer, Justice Johnson. And uh, we uh, got together right after the show and put together about two or three songs, and I was one of the ones that we had put together. Wow. When I first sit down. I like that one. That's one yeah. thing that, that gets stuck in your head. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, said, I, I like the. I think to me it was just the concept in general, like for the persona of somebody, like, hey, hey, keep your man, <laughs> keep your man. <laughs> I don't want to take you away from your dude. I just want you. I think that's hilarious to me. Now this one's a little bit different than most of your music because they they all have more of a an alternative, um, you know, track as well. So this one, yeah. you know, has more of a, a rap beat, but. Yeah, I found that what's most interesting about your music is uh, this other style of yours as well. So tell us a little bit about what the 5-1 is. 
Um, well, the five one in my name is my family. Before I was in a band, I guess I started off. We were the five one, and um, there was a group of guys that I was working with, and it was a great group of guys, great music. Um, the five one in general just came from me growing up, separated from my my immediate family. I didn't mm-hmm. have my mom, my dad, my brothers, my sisters. So I lived with my grandmother, and the the, the neighborhood my grandmother raised me in was tag named. Uh, Area 51. So growing up, I've always had that tag, just, you know, like <laughs> AOL chats and stuff like that. I always had. Oh, I see. Five, I would always have the 5 1 as part of my name. No. So, uh, now, nah, it's just, at this point, it's just my family. Like, to me, it's like a last name, you know what I mean? Like, where I come from. <laughs> and, and tell us a little bit about some of the other artists you've had the opportunity to work with as well. You mentioned uh, man, a little bit. I've, I've, I've worked with uh, SNRG. I've got to work with uh, Justice Johnson. I've got to work with, uh, I, I mean, this, let me see, I can't even think of any new people. Like, it's all people I worked with when I was with the old band. Like, around the area, I think I've collaborated with, because at one point we were doing uh, Cakes and Kisses, which is uh, Tyrone Norris folks puts on a, an open mic session where my band was the backing band. And we mm-hmm. just did so many, so many, like, works with different people from that, like from Artemis, the Flex Matthews, just so many different MCs from the DMV area, like really good MCs. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it's just it's hard to give everybody the, the amount of credit because they all contributed to the style and the style that I have now is just being around with people. So, I, I mean, just collaborations, I, I almost take a little bit from everybody. <laughs> wow, yeah. And we're going to go ahead and jump into another track before too much time passes. Um, the next one I want to play is uh, Moments Like These. Yeah, that was a great one. That's uh, me, Spark the Fire, and uh, B. Coop. I call it, uh, the guitarist, one of the, one of the guitarists is uh, a good friend of mine. And we uh, we were writing a song over with Mike. And just, I don't know, it kind of came together. I had something that I wanted to keep with the if you fall, if you fall, I'll I'll catch you. Even if I don't stick around to tend to all the wounds, it was something that I had like in my head. Mm-hmm. And we just sat down and just built a song around that. And um, I mean, within a night, like, I think within like a forty-minute session of just being together, we put that whole song together. And then just the whole process of it is like a clip on YouTube called Sessions of just mm. the whole pro the whole process of us writing it, recording it, chilling out, you know what I'm saying, and um interacting with each other. Just the experience of the song was just a great experience in general. So I took all the footage and just put together a nice video to just show people how fun it is making music with mm. when you with the camaraderie being so high. Right, right. And after this track, we're going to come back and talk a little bit about um, some of your other talents as well as your production skills and um, your music abilities as well as, um, you know, video and everything else as well. All right? Uh, no problem, Mike. All right. Blue Five One with moments like these. Kinda took me off guard, used to shine our life together Mine was bigger than yours, so I carried the weight And shining became a chore for you to keep your smile I'm getting my knees to the core, muscles under the flesh Marrow inside the bone, I was giving up life For you to make it back home, but only if I had known I was holding you back, that I was keeping you weak And leaving you handicapped, eyes began to fade As you were trying to cling, you left the nest A bird with gluck wings, my scene was at its end Your turn to take stage, but for you, second place was out your range, but you took a step, closed your eyes, took a breath, inhaled, exhale, remember that, you see it done, you know the rules, sharper than the alley, cat pies and the rest of them, but all we got is a Left 
forever, but those things always change. We were so enraged when the message never came, and I missed so many things that you were trying to say. Waiting beside your office tomorrow that never came. It always rains when it's missing. I would share with cloud, but I'm busy being stingy. All I want is now, so forgive me if I'm clingy. Reaching for the stars and these moments looking shiny. Smiles are always seeking. I can keep them on my face if I wanted to. So many sides to me, so many shades of blue. But with you, it always seems to come together. Something from nothing and it making you better. I won't wait a second if the clock runs down. Don't wanna wait for next time. I'm fine with right now. Plus I know something like this is red. Squeezing all my happiness to more of it a bit. If you were to fall, if you were to fall, and I'm not there to catch you, and I'm not there to catch you. Remember the good times that we shared. Remember the last words that I said. I know I missed your call. I know I missed your call. And sometimes I don't get you. And sometimes I don't kiss you. Just remember moments like these that are few and far between. like a live band man <laughs> yeah definitely man it's a great sounding song i got to work with uh derek atwater with that one uh, uh from amp productions he's a great producer man he just he taught me so much about mixing and mastering throughout that whole project wow wow so you're pretty involved in the studio yourself and you also play instruments um you're a photographer you shoot video man just tell us how you decided to put all that together um necessity man i i I don't like to I don't like putting anything off to the last minute and um I say more about being at the mercy of somebody else's drive and mm-hmm. something that makes me uncomfortable. Like I don't mind working with people, I don't mind collaborating, but I kinda like to keep uh keep ahead of the game, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I can put a video out every day, I was on a video out every day, but I mean quality control is something that is definitely important when you're trying to maintain and create an image for yourself. So uh I take my time with everything, but I like to be involved because, I mean, how else am I going to make my art my art unless I mm-hmm. have a piece of me in it, you know what I mean? Right, I mean, I'm right. I'm always up for critique and doing things better, but, I mean, just get better at it. Flex that muscle. You're not going to get better if you don't try. And, yeah, and and you're, you're doing this full-time? Um, yeah, actually. I recently um, left my job, and I'm just doing music at this point, man. I from sessions to writing, uh, I do uh, <laughs> I do custom carpentry in between uh, in between gigs and uh, maybe like two or three days a week. I actually do like installations and things like that for people to to make the money to like feed myself and pay for studio time and gas and you know because gas is serious. Right. So, um, <laughs> so I mean, I, I do I do I do side work, but I don't have like a a payroll job at the moment. I actually recently just left it. I mean, I had a my sick uh, my grandmother who raised me was sick for a while, and now she recently passed. But I took oh, off like uh, two, two months ago. I mean, yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, life is short, you know what I mean? Like, I could I could end up working that job for the rest of my life, and not that I'm not happy doing it, but I I, I become complacent. Like, I make excuses for why I wouldn't jump into doing what I love. So I completely kind of just you know. It might never get any better than doing shows here and there, interviews here and there, releasing music that I love. And I, I'm okay with that because I'll be doing what I love. So I'm not really – it's not about security at this point. It's about living a, a, a life of fulfillment. And the only way to be fulfilled is doing what I love. Yeah, and you, your grandmother's passing, was that something that sort of you know kicked you in the pants and got you going to really try to pursue your dreams even that much harder? I would say I've always pursued music 
to give back to my grandmother. I've, I've always mm. had the goal of giving her everything that she's giving me and more. And her being gone, I think, well, I wouldn't say gone, her passing doesn't change that. Like, you know what I mean? I know mm. she's, still, she's still my heart. She's still with me. So I'm not, I'm not too much uh, giving up on that idea. It's just that I would say that it showed me that life is short, man. Like, you know, like, it wasn't planned. It wasn't something that I was prepared for. I mean, it gradually happened, but the whole time it was happening, I kept thinking, thinking, thinking to myself, like, you know what? I need to give it my all because my grandmother, one thing, she, my grandmother in all her years of living, she's always said that um, she's, uh, you know, she's always seen a light. And so um, I definitely didn't want to let her down. Like, see, my grandmother's not a liar. So if she, she has faith in me being successful doing, doing music, then I need to have faith in me doing music as well. And that's why right. I took jump. That's it, man. Well, who, yeah. who are some people that inspired you, you know what I'm saying, to get into music and and, and decide that this was something that you really wanted to get into? Uh, man. I've always been a writer. I've always been a writer, but I'd say musically, uh, I had a real close friend growing up, uh, Poopy. <laughs> Poopy was somebody who heavily influenced me. Uh, Tupac was somebody who I love the stories. That man could tell a story and just be so relatable. Uh Joe Button, like I'm, I'm a storyteller, so people mm. tell stories and can kind of nod and comment. Yeah. And, yeah. So if you can, if you can summarize an emotion, a feeling, or uh, a situation into a few sentences, and I can relate to it, then you got my attention. Like I just, I would say, and that's I'm really into. I mean, it's funny as it sounds. I'm very into hip hop, like Wu Tang and all that. You know, J Cole and to. to to Will Smith in summertime, you know, I mean, like I love hip hop, but uh, I've always been a very lyrical, um, oriented person. So like, you know, the cannabis is, and and after a while, you know, I, 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 I don't know, like R&B got me a lot too, because I love the melodies in R&B songs, like the old school R&B. You know what I mean, like, uh, so I mean, it's just good music. I've just I've always been a fan of music, like I like country songs to folk music to acoustic sets, uh, live bands, like, you know, your Foo Fighters and your Nirvana. Mm. Like, I just, I've mm. always liked good music. I haven't, I never picked out one person and just followed a person. Well, besides Joey, I think Joe Biden's amazing. But I, I never just followed one person's career more um, as much as I follow a sound. Like, like certain yeah. sounds just get to me. Mm. Yeah, we're, we're ready for another track. And uh, tell yeah. us a little bit about Keeping November. Uh, Keeping November was the first release of me um, of me performing and working solo. Um, it is a song based around <laughs> a conversation. The, the woman that does the vocals with me on the song, she uh, well, the conversation. It's not really a, a vocal, but she um, we do uh, we having a conversation. Uh, we were just talking about how. Uh, those type of that that particular situation I won't give away, but uh, that particular type of situation can get is normally clouded up on a woman's side, and I I just wanted to be a little vulnerable and try to make a start make a song about a man that gets kind of caught up in those situations. You know what I mean? It just was a fun <laughs> track to make, a very fun track to make, and it, it just even performing it live, it's just it always gets me rocking. I love the instrument. Um, uh, Team Metronomes gave me that beat, and uh-huh. along with a bunch of others, and that beat just automatically, from the time they gave it to me, I did not sleep. I stayed up there. I did that whole song in a day, in a night, in a few hours. I didn't sleep at all that night. I was up recording. If recording, I went straight to mixing, and then I mixed it until I had to go to work the next morning. And I was at work like, yo, check out this new song. And two days later, I released it. It was just such a fun, such a fun project to work on. I love wow. the <laughs> All right. Here it is, Blue 5 1 with Keeping November on Turn It Up.
phone ring, ring tone, mean that man is calling you. Don't stay, gotta go, home is where you gotta be. I'm not ready, don't leave, look girl, I just wanna lay. Pretend I never said that, just enjoy the rest of your day. I just be dreaming, thinking of ways to make the lives last. Scheming on keeping something that wasn't mine to begin with. Just avoid toy, jealousy is not included.
are no more people like me than the people that are not. So we call pool to the nesting spot. Weekends we block to the bar for the routine, half naked late. Numbers exchanging. Don't know when it started, but I know it's been forever since I found something better to do with the sound that I already say is borrowed. Just a bunch of nights and someone else can take tomorrow. Pardon me, excuse me, I'm letting women of my dreams look right through me with no hesitation. I'm not really keen. And bless the box of jackets, I'm not really in the sweet. I like to take my time, I can really get the beat. Just going with the flow, I'm only acting naturally. Yes, and now I kind of feel like I want to let my weight come and flow. I know I should let go, but I hold on, I hold on, cause even when they tell me I'm not wrong, I don't feel good, I don't feel good, I don't feel Even when they tell me I'm not wrong, I don't feel good, I don't feel
live to it. You know what I mean? There's just so much more to it when you can hear that that mm. guitar strumming, you can hear that bass line, oh, you can hear those keys blaring. Like, I mm. mean, I, I, I when I write music and I arrange the music, I'm always going by the feel of the song and the feel of the instruments, and that's one of the the best feeling songs ever, man. It's just. I'm glad you guys enjoy it, man. It's like a little piece yeah. of meat. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, that that reminds me. Of, that reminds me a little of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, man. It had that hard, heavy, banging mm-hmm. beat to it, and uh, the energy and the emotion in it as well, you know. And and, and I love how he took it back to the arm, how he took it back to the harmony and the R&B. He still had an R&B in it. I mean, he had everything in that song. I, I, yeah, I was getting ready to say that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was <laughs> yeah, I was about to say it when you cut me off, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's uh, no. no, no. It's just, interestingly enough, too, I was thinking, you know, do you need to sing more? You know, I hear. Actually, um, I'm I'm working on um, well, amongst the projects, I have a, an acoustic project I'm working on. I sing a lot with the acoustic stuff. Okay. Um, I have a. Uh, I would say more of a hip-hop produced type of mixtape. I'm going to call it a project just because I don't know whether to call it a mixtape or just call it some kind of album. But, I mean, it's a collection of music that I've been writing. Um, I'm I'm working on the last stage of that and start releasing those songs. Um, I have the Blue County Project, which is going in the mixing. uh, Just I mean, I just got the phone with the producer a couple of um, minutes ago, and um, it's going into mixings. So I'm really excited about that because I mean that like Paint the City Blue, all the songs on the Blue County project are just uh, to me are just phenomenal. It's like a journey. Like listening to the live set is just a musical journey because you get you start off with a nice dry shirt and you end with a nice sweat filled shirt and it's just it's exactly where I want to be. Right on stage doing the Blue County project. Right, right. And tell us a little bit more about your up and coming performance and all the um, details. Um, it's going to be at Jam and Java. Uh, doors are going to open at 9. I'm going to be, it's, uh, it's $10 in advance, 13 at the door. It's actually going to double as a performance and a celebration for my birthday. Yeah. Um, my birthday is on the 24th, and um, I'm going to celebrate it on the 17th. And I think I haven't, I haven't decided on a title, but uh, I love that cake song, so I'm probably going to make the event it's not even my birthday. Just because that cake song is that catchy to me, like that cake, 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 cake. I don't know. I, just, <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I just really, I, like, I, um, I'm excited to spend my my birthday on stage or per, like performing. You know what I mean? Like that's the yeah. way I want to celebrate it. That'd be well, cool. I well, never perform for my birthday. Well, we're gonna run this show again probably on that Friday before or maybe that Friday night. So go ahead and say something to the people for the future. <laughs> uh, well. For the for the future, man, make sure you come out November seventeenth at nine o'clock to Vienna, Virginia, to Jam and Java to catch me in Blue County rocking it on the stage. And you know, check me out on blue51.com and everything, anything, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, everything slash Blue Five One. No numbers, all letters. Right, right. Okay, yeah, and um, hang in there with us for a bit, and we're just gonna, um, you know, do a quick segment, and then we'll be right back. And um, let me just see if I can find this now. Uh oh, lost the track. Looking for Tadao and can't find it. That's not the problem. That's not the problem that you want to have. Okay. Okay, I got it now. All right, here it is. And um, coming up, we got another installment of um, Tadao. And it uh, looks like we got him back on track this time. So, you know, <laughs> went a little astray for the last couple of weeks. But um looks like we, we're, we're back to the wonder why. So here it is, Tadao. We'll be right back after this on Turn It Up. Hi. You know what? Talent's your name. It's Okay? Sidekick. A face. Got a name, they say. Okay? Okay, that's my boy. Now, I like to thank the Aquarius today and Michael Fordham for allowing us to come and do our thing once again. Thanks very much. I appreciate that. Let's get on down to it. What you say, homie? I think you waste too much time. I know. Let's do it. Some people gonna ask you 87 times 
was down to party, you know what I'm saying? The people's outside, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. If I ain't know what you mean, then I wouldn't be talking to you. Yeah, whoa, ah. Them real gut singers, when they trying to hit them notes, it's like they hand is too heavy for they neck to hold up. Two years now, man. Yeah. 
Wow, that's crazy. So yeah, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. And um, there, there's another event coming up too um, with um, Collaboration DC. I believe it's at the Lisner Auditorium, um, George Washington University. And we, we definitely have to make it out to that for their talent showcase. You know, yeah, yeah. yep. And yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just so many things going on right now. Um, there are a lot of festivals, and you would have thought that a lot of these things would have happened during the summer, but you know things are really going strong. Um, the Chorus Festival is going on on the tenth. Um, the annual Korean American Celebration and Festival. Yeah, so that that's also coming up. I mean, that's uh, September sixteenth, and there's just there's just so much going on in the city, and uh, we're, we're going to have to definitely make it a point to get out to a lot of these events and, you know, find out what's going on too, because we plan on organizing some events ourselves in the near future. So we, we got to get out there and um, check out how it's done and done well. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, we're going to come back in a minute, but um, I, I just thought I'd throw this out there just because um, it's around the time of the election and there's a lot of political things going on out there. And um, I think I've kept this as unbiased as possible, but the fact of the matter is, is, you know, I think it's time for people to really um, wake up and listen intently to what they hear and, and try to understand what might be, you know, some of the objectives behind it. So, I just did a little um, quick commentary we'll share, and then we'll come out and we'll close out the show right after this. You know, the time has come for us to learn to analyze and scrutinize the things that we have conveniently come to believe is factual through repetition from what is actually the real truth. We have somehow been led to slaughter by our refusing to ask the questions that would hopefully make sense of the rhetoric if indeed the rhetoric made any sense at all. We have our suspicions for good reason, but so often we find it much easier to go along, to get along, rather than ask the questions that would lead us to the truth. Have we grown so accustomed to being lied to that the lie has become the thing that we desire? Have we lost our taste over the years for what is real and factual because we would rather be entertained than informed? How is it that we would rather focus on one tiny fragment of the aftermath than the root, the source, and the cause? What then stops us from opening the debate that would bring about the key changes needed to break the cycle of injustice? Have we been made to feel powerless, or are we just unconcerned? What will it take to wake up America? In this age of information technology, there is more usable, factual resources available to the average individual through the Internet than ever before in the history of mankind. But we still choose to be spoon-fed rather than research, debate, and digest the truth for ourselves. Now we find that we're so brainwashed that our attention now locksteps to the next scandalous, exaggerated, emotion-driven headline, while the truth it's unnoticed in plain sight yet another day well i for one will not be a part of this brainwashing of the masses this decline in intellect this surrender of conscience so where do you stand in the scheme of things free thinker with a mind set to seek out and devour the truth or just another cog in the wheel of blind complacency. Well, of course, the choice is yours. But as for me, no matter how much garbage you try to heap in my direction, I will always maintain a healthy appetite for a measure of truth. And that's that. <laughs> it, you know, um, this is this is just crazy. I don't I don't even really want to talk too much about politics on this show, but man, the world is in an uproar right now. And there's just so much going on and everyone is taking advantage of every piece of 
information that's supposed to be news that comes their way and twist it into something else that turns out to be uh, a battering ram or uh, a baton to, to smack down the other opponent. So, you know, um, and it's hard to really kind of understand when you really need to um, the state of the world today. So, you know, I just thought I'd put that out there. Yeah. Um, you've got some tracks that we have never aired on the show. And um, I don't know if we've ever heard Beatbox. Beatbox? Yeah. Yeah. How long ago did you send that to me? That was, it, was well, it was a while ago, probably a couple months. Oh, just a couple of months. So it is fairly new, though, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Do, do you want to play that? or? Yeah, you can go ahead and spin it, man. Yeah. Well, well, tell us a little bit about this one. Beatbox is um, basically it's kind of making a, a kind of like a contrast between myself and a radio saying that I could be her radio or her mm. beatbox. You know, it's just kind of, you know, I, I'm in a kind of storytelling and, you know, using analogies and things like that. So mm-hmm. poetry thing. So this is, you know, kind of reminiscence of, of that. Well, we're going to go ahead and close the show out with that. And um, special thanks to our producer, Donna Hardiman. And you've been listening to Turn It Up on blogtalkradio.com. And here's the Leo with Beatbox. And I'll be coming through your stereo. I can be your beatbox. Turn me on the way. Oh, I'ma make them speakers pop. Something about your melody got me needing peace. Just let it dump, dump. Just let the beat rock. Coming through your stereo. I can be your beatbox. Turn me on the way. Oh, I'ma make them speakers pop. Something about your melody got me needing peace. So let it dump, dump. Just let the beat rock. Bye.